0: You're listening to Life Repurposed with Michelle Rayburn, where you'll find uplifting and practical advice for everyday living, creative inspiration for do-it-yourself projects, and recommendations for books and resources that will encourage you to embrace your life repurposed. I'm your host, Michelle Rayburn. Hey there, I hope you're ready for a solo show. It's been a really long time since I've done a show by myself. That is because I recorded so many shows ahead of time with the authors in the Life Repurposed book, and I've been wanting to share them. And life has been super duper crazy, so it's just been really nice to have all of those interviews ready to go. But today, I really wanted to come back to the heart of something I've talked about often on this show, and that is goals. I haven't covered it in a while, so it's time for us to revisit that idea again. Now, this is the time of year when we get closer to the third quarter of the year. We're almost there when this show airs. And this is a reminder that there is no need to wait until the beginning of the year to establish goals. This is the time of year when I personally get a little bit discouraged because I realize that there are some goals that I'm not likely to accomplish after all in the calendar year. But I go kind of big on some of my annual goals. And even though I'm a really motivated person and I'm not really much of a procrastinator anymore, I used to be, I still have life get in the way of some of my goals, or sometimes something more important comes along, and I just don't come back to that. It's just not as important at that, at that place. Now, we have no way of knowing what life will bring when we sit down and we try to plan out 12 months at a time. I don't know why we think, I personally think, that if I start in January and I end in December, everything has to be neatly tied up in that calendar year. 2020 should have been a really good lesson in that because by March, I threw away my speaking goals for the year. I released two books in this pandemic time. We're still in it as I'm recording this. It's been a year and a half. I've had none of the usual ways to market my books. And so all the marketing goals that I set for 2020 and 2021 have gone totally out the window. So flexibility is a huge thing. Sometimes I have to repurpose my steps into something a little bit different than I planned, and you maybe have had that happen to you too. But any time is a good time to get fired up about a goal, right? If you're an all-or-nothing person, you might give up if you get off track. I've been there before. Here's some examples of this at work. Goal 1. Read the Bible six days per week and write in a scripture journal. Okay, you start out in the beginning of the year, And by January 12, you already have missed a couple of days, and so you miss a couple more, and by the end of January, your scripture journal just sits there empty. Perhaps you've done that. Let's say you have a goal of walking three times per week. What happens when a week comes along when it rains for six days straight? Like buckets and storms, you're not going to go out walking. So then what sometimes happens is you decide, well, I missed last week, I'm going to miss this week, and then pretty soon it's derailed. Another goal might be to write a book. I had a goal of writing a marriage book for couples. I had written a couple of chapters on it, and then I got this job that totally derailed that. It was a busy job, it was full time. And so, even though I did work on that book a little bit, it didn't get done in the year I said it was going to. In fact, it didn't get done until several years later. It released in 2020. And I realized then that there were things I had a better grasp on that I could write about in a better way than I could have when I was trying to write that book in 2016 and even before that. So sometimes a goal getting derailed is not necessarily a bad thing. We might have financial goals and it might be to set aside a certain amount per month and build a savings account up to a certain amount. And then a medical bill comes along and it changes that and we adjust and we pivot a little bit. I remember when I had a goal of writing a handwritten note to someone every week, and I even put the note cards and the little pens and all that stuff on my desk to make it super easy, and do you think it happened? No, it didn't happen, but I wrote some, and the same thing happens with books. There have been some years where I achieve my goal of reading 30 books in a year and others where I don't, and I've had to pivot and change that into listening to audiobooks because that's easier for me to achieve. Speaking of easy, let's talk about goals and an easy way to get there. Because when you're thinking about your own, I want you to have an easy plan. So here we go. I said I want to talk about easy goals. So I came up with an acronym for easy, E-A-S-Y And I know there's this thing out there called SMART goals, S-M-A-R-T. I know. And there's other ones out there. Even some of my dear friends have some really good ones. But here's my take on it, okay? So this is the life repurposed version of goals that are easy ones. And the E stands for exciting. The A is actionable. The S is systematic. And the Y is yours. Now we're going to go through each of those and the easy goals. So let's first talk about E for exciting. Your goals have to make you want it enough to give up something else. You want to get so lost in the pursuit of it that you forget other things or you eagerly set aside time to work on them. Or even though your goal is work, you feel so giddy about it you can't wait to do it. Maybe the thought of it brings just a smile to your face or... Maybe the final outcome is worth the yucky parts. I'm thinking about fitness goals and stuff like that there. I know some people love fitness goals, and for me, it's more of a challenge. So someone else's goal is not necessarily exciting to me. For example, a friend who wants to run a marathon. That one's not going to be an exciting goal for me, and not one I'm probably going to ever put on my list. Maybe walking a marathon. I don't know, but I think yuck when I think about that goal. Or maybe someone wants to skydive and I say, mm, no, <laughs> not going to do that. So it has to be exciting for you. Now let's look at A, actionable. This simply means you can do it. And here's an example of something that's not actionable. I could set a goal of being six feet tall, but I'm always going to come up eight inches shy of that for the rest of my life because I stopped growing in eighth grade. So I'm not going to set a goal of, of being six feet tall because it's not actionable. I could set a goal of being a rocket scientist, but I don't have any of the training that's needed for that. And I have no desire to go back to school, so that isn't an actionable goal for me either. So being actionable doesn't mean that the goal isn't huge. It is huge. It's not easy, simple, like easy as not easy, easy. These are different kinds of easy goals. It it can be totally huge and it can seem way out of reach, but with the right steps, an actionable goal can actually be accomplished. So that's where the A of action comes in. It's something I can do with the right steps and the right plan. Speaking of plan, let's get to S and that is systematic. This is something that is done according to a plan. That's all it means when something is systematic That system will need to be established by you. So your system might be fairly rigid and it might be very detailed and it might be executed in a way that another person's going to look at it and go, whoa, that's way out of my league. But their system is going to be different. So everyone's system can be their own. And you want to think of it as like looking at the drone view. If you zoom way up, you can see the map on how you get to point B from point A, and those systems can be tracked and measured kind of like milestones if you're looking at a journey, but measuring kind of sounds boring. So you get to make that fun however you want to measure that and whatever your system is. In the tools and resources, I'm going to tell you a little bit about some possible ways of making your own system. I promise you that if you don't have a method or a system for getting there, you won't take action. So something could seem totally actionable, but if you have no system, you have to be able to get there. For example, fitness goals have to have a plan. If I were going to run a marathon, which I'm not, I would have to have some kind of a plan to get from where I am right now, like one of those couch to 5k plans or something like that. And then I'd have to move it up to a couch to 10K and stuff like that. You know, I'd have to have a plan because right now where I'm at, I could not tomorrow go out and achieve that goal. If I'm going to write a book, I have to have a system for how many chapters and how many words I'm going to write and how long that's going to take me based on my own schedule and what's available in my time. If I'm going to get a degree, that's going to take planning out the courses and the finances and all the things that are part of that system if organizing my house is a goal, I'm going to need a system for that. And that system could include hiring somebody to help me with part of it. So you get the idea on that. All right, let's move on to the last one, the Y, the letter Y, but it also is kind of your why and W-H-Y in how you're doing your goals. And that is that they have to be yours. Why they have to be yours. This is the key to success because what excites someone else might not excite you. Someone else's motivation won't be the same as yours and their goal won't be the same as yours. What brings them joy won't be the same as yours. So this is why you can't just go on Amazon and purchase a goals package because only you can know what you want to achieve and how much time and energy and all those things you have to get there. So you wanna personalize the system and the action steps to excite you. you see what I did there? I brought all four parts of easy together. I mentioned all of them, excitement, action, system, to make it yours. And so that is how you get to an easy goal where you have one that is exciting, actionable, systematic, and yours. Now, you've set an easy goal It's probably a hard, easy goal if you're thinking about what you're going to do next. Now let's get to some resources that might help you along the way. There are so many different ways of planning and tracking our goals, and um, I'm going to talk about a couple of those in a second here, but one of them is journaling, and some people like to use bullet journals or there are goals journals. I have one that I've created, so I'm gonna talk about that and then give you an opportunity where you could use that as a resource. One of the other things I want to do in the Facebook group for Life Repurposed on the post that goes along with this episode, which will come out on Thursday, so you can go find a Thursday post. I want you to declare your easy goal. So if you aren't part of the Life Repurposed Facebook community already, All you have to do is request to join, it's a free group. And in there, I want you to say what your goal is, your big goal, the one that you've thought through and you've thought about whether it's exciting and whether it's actionable and whether you can come up with a system and whether it's yours. So I want you to put that there so that we can just celebrate a little bit and cheer each other on. And then I want you to find a place or a way to track your goal steps. Now, if you spend too much time planning them out and then you never get to them, that's a problem. I've done that with goals before where I have a whole day of setting goals and I write them all out and I make them all pretty and then I don't do them. So this needs to be something fairly simple and organic and not too over the top so that you don't get distracted by making a way of tracking. But one of the things I like to use is Trello, T-R-E-L-L-O. It's i I'll put a link to that in the show notes so that you can find it. It's something where you can set up boards and you can make checklists and then as you complete different tasks you can move them to a list that you create called finished. Not everyone likes that method. That's okay. Maybe you just need to have a Pinterest board where you keep track of some of the ideas and things you need along the way or maybe you're like me and you like little sticker charts. I made one of those when I was writing and editing chapters on my book. I just hung it on the refrigerator and put stickers on every time I finished a chapter because it was a way of celebrating that I had done it. Now, I had a more written out plan for like an outline and all of that kind of stuff for what I was going to be writing. So you'll you'll probably need more than a sticker chart. Uh, another thing is any other kind of visual tracking where maybe a whiteboard or a bulletin board or just a plain old lined notebook, whatever it is, I want you to come up with a system that works for you, a place where you can just write out some plans and you can track those steps. Now I said I have a way of helping you out with that. And that is my one, two, three ideas and progress journal. This is a journal for non-journalers in that it's not the kind of thing where you just write out how you feel about things. It's not a diary or anything like that. If you need help getting started in the next three months, this is a great tool for you with just launching on your goals. And then when you use up one journal, you go ahead and get another one. And so you would need four of them if you're going to use them for the whole year. And this journal is an alternative to the traditional journaling because it gives you some boxes to check where you can put some ideas and you can establish your main task for today and then you can put some other little tasks under that. I like to use it each day where I plan out the next day, but if you have a goal, you can use this journal specifically just for that goal. I use it for all the everyday life stuff, but if you use it just for a goal, then for the next 90 days, for three months, you could sit down ahead of time and decide all the steps you need to take in those 90 days In the daily notes, you make lists and you can put project tasks and you can brainstorm and all that. And then on the weekends, you can prioritize some of the things like self-care and things you need to catch up on. Um, You can pause and note what was good in the week and celebrate and give yourself a pat on the back. So this is a hardcover journal that I created. And like I said, it's 13 weeks because there's 91 days and a quarter. So we just have to have that extra day, extra week in there for you. So I'm going to have a link to that in the show notes at michellerayburncom slash 110 for episode number 110. So you can find that there. So I hope that you're thinking about getting started on your goals and really making some progress. And even if you pick just one, one thing, and maybe it's a 90-day goal It doesn't have to be a 12-month one. I encourage you to go ahead and take some action. You could actually still finish out this year, 2021, with something you've always wanted to accomplish. So go ahead and set an easy goal. I know you can do it. Before I leave today, I want to ask you a question. Do you love audiobooks? Well, the Life Repurposed book that I've been talking about and interviewing the authors from over the last few months is now an audiobook. So you can get Life Repurposed Stories of Grace, Hope, and Restored Faith on Audible or on Apple Books. And if you're somebody who's looking for some encouraging chapters that you can listen to when you're out for a walk or riding in the car, each chapter takes about 8 minutes. And so if you're just hopping across town, you can listen to someone's story. And these are the stories of 34 women who found hope and renewed faith as they came through trials and tough times. Those include family struggles, infertility, health challenges, doubt, fear, human trafficking, depression, heartbreak, loss, and so much more. So, I will have a link in the show notes at michellerayburn.com/110. Or you can go to liferepurposedbook.com and you can go ahead and grab the link there to the book. So that's going to be on audiobook. It's also in paperback. That's all I have for today. I encourage you to go out, and, like I said, and accomplish those goals. I'm here to cheer you on. So please do join the community where we can just celebrate with one another and find some positive and casual discussion on social media. In a world where there's a lot of yucky stuff out there, I run this group with the help of my sister who is one of the moderators and we just don't allow any of that stuff. So if you're looking for a place on social media that's free of politics and arguing and all of that kind of stuff, you have to find the Life Repurposed community and join us there. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a great week and I'll see you next time. You've been listening to Life Repurposed with Michelle Rayburn check out tips, resources, and inspiration at Michellerayburn.com. I'd love it if you would subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, or Spotify. I'd also love it if you would like, review, and share the information about this podcast with your friends. Thank you so much for listening.